This podcast is brought to you by Media8. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. And welcome back to My Business Podcast. I'm Rob Verhoeven. I'm here today with Karen Hillen from My HR Partner. I'm really looking forward to this one, Karen. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Excellent. So just for people that don't know, and only I really know this, that I've had a couple of false starts with this one today. So <laughs> we're, we're in fine form today, but we're going to have a, a really good podcast, I can tell. Karen, tell us about My HR Partner. What do you guys do? Okay, uh, my HR partner, we're HR consultants uh, and basically we, we provide HR services to all sizes of businesses but usually sort of the small to medium end of businesses. Uh, obviously they need to employ people and um, I can do anything from um, some small business might just need um, some employment contracts or HR policies. They might need some ad hoc, ad hoc HR advice but... Uh, Bigger businesses that have probably 10 to 15 employees or more uh, sometimes will need a HR partner. So I'll act as their virtual HR manager so they can pick up the phone and get the answers to their questions and issues when they need it. I was thinking about this this morning as I was getting ready for the podcast that it's not something I ever thought that was an actual job. And I, I I get to see so many different things like that. But then when you think about it, really there's not a business that doesn't have their own HR department. They can't utilise your service, is there? Yeah, that's true. I think um, a lot of people don't know that there are HR consultants um, until they need it a lot of the time. So it can even be things like advice on pay rates. So uh, businesses, a lot of the time, especially when you're starting out, you've got a couple of employees, you might not have any idea of what the proper pay rate is or what an award even is, let alone how to refer to it. So it's all of those sorts of things as well. So um, it is, it's basically um, what a, a HR manager or HR department does for a large business. I can do for a small business in lots of different flexible ways. Because it's not like they change the rules in this very often, is it? No. So, <laughs> that you know, there are some legislation changes that have just happened and a few more coming this year. Um, we're 2023. Uh, yep. But a lot of things don't change. Awards update every um, that's July. Thing with awards and all that kind of stuff, it's constantly changing and things like yeah, that, Yeah, and pay rates um, change in July every year. So it's just about being on top of all of those things. And when you're a business owner, you're usually good at your business. You know, if you're an yeah. accountant or a painter or a builder or whatever that might be, you're good at that. But you're not good at all of that HR stuff and knowing where to go and where to look for things like I'm not going to build my own house or paint my own house so those sorts of people don't um, don't want to get involved in the HR side of things trying to work out all those things on their own. It makes sense tell us a bit about Karen's journey to having your own business how did that come about? Yeah so I've worked mostly in the public service Um, the last I suppose job that I had was uh, with Fire and Rescue New South Wales and I was in HR there absolutely loved it but I got the chance to to have a redundancy Um, well didn't get the chance I was told my position was being made redundant Uh, so um, that gave me the opportunity to to look at what that next step was going to be my husband runs his own business made it look really easy so I thought why not go out and do something on my own? I love helping people. So um, it made sense to, to use the HR skills and qualifications that I have to help small businesses that really do need that level of expertise that they probably don't even know 
where where to get get it. You don't know where to start when you're in. I mean, I worked in a big company, and you know there was a direct line to HR. But when you start your own business and you've only got two, three, or less employees, even you know, I think you said to me before that it can be one employee, and you still need that advice from somewhere, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose the thing, the the way to think about it, once you've got one employee you at least need an employment contract. Yeah. Um, some policies are good, uh, but, you know, as long as you've got really good communication and, and clear expectations, maybe policies can come later. Once you've got two employees, there's a chance that there will be conflict or yeah. um, some type of grievance or complaint. So then it's really a good idea to start thinking about having some policies in place. So then you really do need some, um, some level of HR support. How long have you been um, doing my HR partner? Eleven years. Wow. Yeah, um, in HR a lot longer. Yep. Um, but yeah, my own business for eleven years. So to be here still after eleven years, you must be doing something right. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, for for somebody who came out of um, predominantly public service jobs, yep. um, to to run my own business for this amount of time, um, and I love it too. I love helping people, so it's really good to be able to help fellow small business owners, um, navigate HR. Who does your HR? I don't employ people. Oh, there you go. So you're okay. <laughs> so you, 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 you're your own HR person. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, I, I have... I hope you look after yourself. Yeah, <laughs> look, I have employed a casual employee in the past, um, but I, I'm not really big enough to to have any um, any team at this stage. At this Who stage? knows for the future? We're going to change that because there's going to be so many people <laughs> wanting to get in touch with you. Um that you'll need to probably employ five employ people. people. Sounds yeah, that's good. That's great. Um, what's the biggest? Uh, the question I normally ask is, what's the biggest bugbear for you in the industry? But what's the thing that's been the toughest thing for you being in this industry? I think the toughest thing is when s- small businesses need to make people redundant. Um, it's really tough for the business owner because it's not so- something they usually want to do, and um, they don't even know where to start. So that's usually the toughest thing when. Um, when they really don't want to take that action, but they know they have to for the sake of the business, for the sake of the other employees. Um, so that can be really hard because it's not something people take lightly. It's very emotional, isn't it? It's really emotional. I've actually been in a redundancy meeting um, and people have cried. Um, it's terrible because sometimes people don't know it's coming. Yeah, because redundancy is a very emotional time, isn't it? It is really emotional and it's it's emotional for the business owner as well as the people that are being made redundant. Yeah. So it can be really tough. So um, I think sometimes when people have that peace of mind that they know the proper process to follow, um, it makes it a little bit easier. It's never easy, but Not easy, it makes but it a I little mean, bit easier. To have the comfort that someone is helping them that knows the right way of doing it because that's the thing that as business owners you're always worried about Am I doing this the right way? Have I done something wrong that will come back to bite me later on? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing I do um, for businesses a lot is is guide them in relation to whatever that process might be, whether it's redundancy or it's performance management or it's getting the right pay rate. Um, it's just having that peace of mind of knowing that, that you've got somebody telling you um, and reassuring you that you're doing the right thing. Do you think many businesses are out there or, or how many businesses do you think are out there that just – don't even contemplate HR issues oh, until it's too late. So many, yeah. so many. Uh, if I go to a networking event, it's quite common when I tell people what I do. Firstly, they think recruitment. I don't do recruitment. Um, I, I, 
look after businesses that already have employees and help them manage those employees. Um, So usually if I say HR, people think recruitment. And then when I explain what I do, people go, oh, wow, I didn't even know that was a business. That was me two hours ago or three hours ago, whenever it was that I started researching. So, and, and look, you know, I think the thing is to businesses that employ people, most of them aren't out there to do the wrong thing. No. But they just don't know. So yes. sometimes um, you will find a business that may have um, not paid somebody correctly or they haven't given the right leave entitlements. It's not because they're trying to do the wrong thing. They just don't know. Yep. And once you explain to them what the right things are, they're so um, upset about doing the wrong thing and they want to rectify it really quickly. Isn't that, That's really that's encouraging, isn't it? That yeah. um, The business owners, um, I, I agree with you, 99.9% of the business owners would just want to do the right thing. They do. So yeah. that's great. Um, I think I know the answer to this, but what's the best thing about working in your industry? Being able to help people. Um, I love helping people, whether it's in HR or whether I can help people in some other way. Uh, I really love being able to help people. And sometimes that's just a 15-minute conversation where people just need some reassurance or they need some confirmation about pay rates or, or whatever they're doing. Um, but yeah, that's the thing I love the most is is just being able to to help people. And it makes me really happy too when you can see that they're, they're really relieved that they're either doing the right thing already or they've got the path now um, to do the right thing in relation to whatever it is in relation to HR, whether that be pay rates, entitlements or a process they have to follow. So I'm guessing that you'd have a lot of your clients that would be coming back to you, maybe not at regular intervals, but over, over the year, come back to you a few times a year to just get yeah. reassurance? Yeah, definitely. So I've got lots of different flexible ways that I work with businesses. So I do have some businesses that are quite small. So they might come to me originally for an employment contract or some policies, and then they might come back um, and book in for a 15 or a 30 minute call because they need some advice. Yeah. And then as they grow, um, they might get to the point where they actually become um, a, a regular client where they pay me a monthly retainer and I'm there on call for them when they need it. So there's lots of different ways to work with me but yeah quite often um, people do come back for different things. Now we talked just before we started the podcast now initially I would have thought that your only contact with these companies or businesses would have been the owner. You also talked that sometimes they have their own HR people in their businesses if they're a bit bigger Yeah, and then that becomes your contact so your end customer could be a variety of different people within a business. It could be majority it's the business owner or some type of manager within the business. Uh, but I do have a couple of clients where they are bigger. They've got an internal HR person, but they just need to sometimes bounce things around. Yeah. Um, they want to confirm that they're doing the right thing. So um, so I sort of act as, a, I suppose, a, a more senior HR um, advisor um, to somebody who might be inside the business. So if we're looking in the business world and we've got all these businesses that have no idea what they need, um, what's the best way for them, I guess, uh, what should they be looking at or what should they be thinking about when they, is it when they start the business? Uh, I suppose it really depends. If you're starting a business and you know that you've got to employ people straight away, then you should be looking to get some HR support. But I find a lot of the businesses I work with, they start off, it might just be them, then they start to grow 
Um, sometimes they'll bring a family member in or they'll bring a friend in. That's when you really need employment contracts <laughs> uh, because things can go wrong. Yep. Um, but it, it can depend. Sometimes um, I, I'm dealing with a business that already has 15 employees and they've only just found out that HR's a thing. So it can be lots of different ways. But I like to be able to talk to a business when they're starting out. And my absolute favourite client, she came to me as soon as she was about to employ people and she said, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? I have plans to grow. I want to make sure I get this right. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. I'm guessing she's successful too. She's very successful, yes. Yeah. See, there's a there's a common theme, I guess, across your clients that once they start getting this advice, it does help their business grow. It absolutely does. And I think the thing is to, um, you know, at the moment, it's hard to recruit in all industries everywhere. So you want to keep your people. Um, So I love working with businesses that are proactive. They want to look after their employees and they're always looking at what they can do that might make a little bit of a difference. So, um, so yeah, I love working with those businesses that want to treat their employees well and they're always looking to, to make sure that they're doing everything right and also looking of ways they might be able to come up with something a little bit different. So, um, you know, some type of reward. Um, you know, performance management can be um, like performance appraisals, for instance, can be quite boring and sometimes people fear them. But there's lots of different ways that you can do those things where you're rewarding people, you're having informal chats, um, just to keep people engaged. Because performance management doesn't need to be low performance, does it? No, absolutely not. That's what something that I found in my previous life, that we focus too much on the people that are the the lower performance and the ones that are doing us the best for our businesses, they just get left to their own devices and sometimes wondering if they're doing a good job. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's the thing, you know, performance appraisal, you know, performance, um, you know, any, any of those sorts of things where you've got some sort of system or process where you're having performance appraisal meetings. Um, it doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be super formal. I like the idea of doing them regularly, not just a once a year tick and flick type thing, um, because people want to know. Are they doing a good job? What can I do better? How can I improve? What development opportunities are there for me? So there's a lot in that. Um, And I think a lot of the time if you focus on the good stuff, there's probably less likelihood you're going to have to focus on the performance management of poor performers. I like that one. I, I can already see that as a quote on your um, face <laughs> on your Facebook marketing, because that's that's exactly true. I mean, if you if you get everyone performing well, then you don't have low performers. Yeah, and I think the thing is too, you know, like I said, it's it's hard to find good people or any employees at the moment. So you want to make sure that you're doing everything possible to make sure that you you your good performers and your your good employees are happy to stay. There's lots of different ways you can do that. That doesn't have to be expensive either. Um, I used to work for an organisation who had birthday leave. So employees get the day off for their birthday. So there's little things like that that you can just add to those extra things that that reward people. I'm going to go and talk to Brett soon. Um, (laughs) That sounds like a good one. Actually, I think he has something like that. Yeah. Maybe it's just for him. I don't know. (laughs) What's next for my HR partner? Uh, I've got a, a an online platform that I'm um, that I've just launched. Um, not probably promoting it as well as I should at the moment. Well, that's what we're here for. That's what Let's we're here for. Um, so I've got a, a HR platform. It's probably for for businesses that um, may only have a couple of employees. They're not quite at the stage of um, needing me, you know, as a as a on demand HR 
manager, but it's got lots of resources. It's got links to a lot of HR information. It's sort of like a one-stop shop. So instead of spending two or three hours um, searching for what you need on the internet or on the Fair Work website, everything's all in one place. It includes some HR advice calls um, as as part of the the subscription and um, Q&A sessions and checklists and templates. Um, So it's a good starting point for a business that needs HR help but doesn't need a lot of it and and probably is happy to do a lot of it themselves. And it's another way to deliver that service to your clients as well. Yeah, and they can, you know, I've got clients all around Australia so they can be anywhere and they can access that information when they need it. So that was going to be my next next bit was about how how do you – conduct your calls and things like that? Is it through Zoom or Teams or Skype, whatever they yeah. call them these days? Most of it's just, just by on phone. the phone. Yeah, and, but it really depends on um, what the client needs and, and what they're comfortable with. So if a client would prefer to jump on a Zoom, we can do that. I've just come from a client meeting where they wanted to meet in person. Yep. So luckily they were relatively local, so yep. I could do that. Um, but I like to make sure that I'm making the, the client as comfortable as possible. So whatever works for them, if I can accommodate it, then I'll do that. But the majority is by phone and email. Because if anyone looks at your Facebook page, they'll know exactly where you're based. Yep. Because there's um, some really nice photos of Cool and Gatta, which is one of the world's best places in the world. Um, but you do service people all over Australia. Yeah, I do. So I am located in Coolangatta. Um, I do a little bit of travelling down to sort of Sydney and the, the southern sort of area of Sydney. So sometimes um, I can visit clients down there as well. But um, predominantly um, it's by phone and email. So I've got clients in every state of Australia. Okay, so people want to get a hold of you because they've listened to this podcast and thanks for listening to it. Um, they want to get a hold of you. How do people... Um, get in contact with Karen? Yeah, so um, my website is myhrp.com.au um, and if you go on there, um, there's there's lots of information about employment contracts, about HR policies. There are links there that you can book into um, a 10-minute free introductory call and there are also links there for the 15-minute and the 30-minute paid HR advice calls. Okay, so now if you're a business owner and you're listening to this, I'm telling you now that you need to look after this kind of stuff for your business if you want to be successful in the long term. Get on myhrp, that's right, yeah, myhrp.com.au. I've been on the website. There's also also awesome blogs on there too. I read the last, the latest blog, which was about all the HR changes. And that kind of stuff is, it's going to make the difference. Karen, thank you so much for coming in. It's been, time has flown. Um, and really have, I've enjoyed um, talking about this business with you. Thank you so much for having me. Maybe we'll see you again one day. Yep, that'd Excellent. be great. Thanks, Thanks, Karen. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast, brought to you by Media 8 on the Podfire platform. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.